0: Dang. Was that felt- so in sync or did Jason not clap? We didn't hear Jason's clap. I clapped. It doesn't mean I, I, it didn't I, I, happen. It happened. I think we're just
1: we're just in mind meld. Do I it think. one more time? No, no, no. I think it's fine because Trust we the, the one thing right now is that we have the internet working against us. We have a extremely unique setup that is being undertaken here this evening. Uh, which I do believe is the 17th. No, wait, it's the 16th. It's the 17th tomorrow because the tournament starts tomorrow on the 17th
2: Yeah, it's still the 16th.
1: But right now on the 16th, we have, we have uh, undertaken a journey as three. However, we're segregated in a group of two uh, being Yanko and myself in my hotel room and a group of one being Joseph Moses O'Toole Always the underdog. In his home. Always. These are the, it's, it's once again, it's the it's
0: the hard life of someone in NA, you know? Yeah, because life
2: is so easy <laughs> for Chad, who comes from Australia.
0: <laughs> Chad hasn't like counted. Just, Chad has like counted what... as Australian in like eight, like seven years. Let's chill the fuck out for a second. Yeah, here. but that's
2: like, but that's not because that, well, that that's not because it's, it's mm. not like he would. It's not like he he just got used to living in Europe because it made the most sense for him business-wise, but you don't think Chad would love to be able to chill in Perth and ju- just fly out to events all the time? Tell no, him, I think Chad would go
0: <laughs> fucking crazy without Counter-Strike 2 obsess over <laughs>
1: That's the problem. We need Counter-Strike that in Australia. Counter-strike. If we can bring Counter-Strike to Australia, <laughs> then uh, being in Australia would, would actually be okay. But I just want to say, I don't I don't, don't want to be in anyone's crosshairs here earlier, right guys? I'm still recovering. <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't feeling too well. Uh, I had a, I had a, a very bad stomach bug uh, that I, I thought like I was going to be fucked. I thought my bowels were going to stop working at one point. Like you, I was shitting so much. And it was such—it was just water. And every time I would put anything into my body, <laughs> I'd have to shit again. And then at some point, it's turned—it's turned green. Like Yanko, you see my the the, the, chew, the chewy gum bottle over there, the green one. Yeah, the orbit. So I mix a little bit of like the creamy color, which is the bedhead, mm. into that, and that's the color of what was coming out of my fucking body, bro.
2: Fucking hell! You should have seen a doctor. <laughs> I called. <laughs> I, gave the, that. I called the doctor. Oh yeah. You put, you, oh, okay then yeah you had a call or got, even a video call did you like yeah. point the phone at the <laughs> fucking shit no I because just because if he, if, if, that, guy, if that guy has, would have seen the caller <laughs> and, and if that was the caller he would have said son call 911 go to a hospital immediately uh, because something's terribly wrong I was with that's so a good dehydrated.
0: point you should have brought the webcam into the bathroom with you and just been like look I didn't flush last time this is what I'm working with
1: I didn't want and to. And also, do that while to the we're guy. here,
2: I have this thing. On my balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is
1: but it was like I've had stomach bugs before, right? And they last like food poisoning, or you know, you're feeling under the weather, and you're, everything's coming out of every end, and you're you're bad for maybe one to three days, right? Like you, you you usually one to two would be my max. This time I was out for over a week. I didn't know if I was gonna make it to fucking Rio or not. I was like still touch and go, mega sick up until wednesday that's why i missed we you guys did a potty without me i missed the hltv confirmed and then i was i was just like then my whole body was just locked up with tension i have this back massager do you guys own any massage uh yeah i have
0: one of those massage guns uh i forget which brand it is but yeah i have one of those like and a then' a theragun. yeah i think People that's actually the exact brand good. yeah they're, it's nice yeah. it's they're just loud uh but i mean they do the job and then we have those um Jane with yoga has all those like, she has those like stretching blocks and then like the the wheels to like uh, roll out your spine and your shoulders and shit. She has like four different size okay. wheels that you can get on. So we got a we got a we got some apparatus, some massage See, apparatus. has
2: got some paraphernalia and the, the handcuffs and the whips. <laughs> yeah, the swing. Well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, that's in a different room. That's what he's been renovating these last. That's in the basement. That's in the sure. basement, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 okay. Do you have any? Do you, we started with hentai one week. We now it's diarrhea and scenario. sex
0: dungeons. It's
2: perfect. Uh, <laughs> oh
1: man. Uh, do you have any massage paraphernalia, and code
2: No, absolutely not. And I <laughs> absolutely <I'm>, not, <laughs> Jason. No, Jason I'm sa- you hear no, that? No, I'm saying. I, I this thought, like I'm a cultural believer in in in, in massages. Wait, you, you know, don't believe in massage? Well, exactly. because like every time I've had a massage, I've felt the same. After what? It. Yeah, man. And I've been to some pricey ones at like the good places or the good hotels. And I don't know. I don't really enjoy it while it's happening. But that's because I'm thinking like, okay, it's supposed to like be uncomfortable. because you'll sore? You'll feel so much better after. From the massage or no,
1: before, like I'm genuinely this is because this and this is the, the end. We're gonna get to the end of the story. No, right they're now. not.
2: I'm just thinking that it's like, you know, I tr- I sit a lot, you know, I'm thinking there's something yeah, they're tense, there, there, there's shit that's wrong with my back, yeah. You, you know, where, where massage is that how you say, it or massage, massage, well. yeah, massage. massage, massage which is British, yeah, yeah, I don't know, massage, massage feels weird, <laughs> massage, uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like it should help with it. I should feel like better. I don't expect to feel like a brand new man. But you I just, don't you know, feel better. No, I don't. I, I feel worse. Really? <laughs> actually. Because I feel like I was a little bit tortured by it, and then I don't get any... Benefits so from maybe it.
1: your pain is is like more structural with the, your bones than it is with your like muscles. I feel like it's I get like a lot of tension in shoulder blades.
0: Yeah, I do too. And it's a lot of it yeah. is like being hunched over the phone and hunched over yeah. monitors I'm and obviously the tra- the travel, the airplanes. I think it's I, I understand what he's saying because I think it's like uh like one massage for me like does nothing. Like, if I go to, oh, like, a need, hotel uh, over the course okay. of, like, a week at an event that has, like, a spa, I'll get, like, two massages. And it's only until, like, after the second one that I really do anything. But also, I go in, and I'm, like, the crazy person who's just, like, give me, like, the burliest fucking person you have yeah, in the spa. with the
1: strong hands.
0: And they're, like, do you like it strong or do you like it soft? Do you like it... D-? I'm just, like, try and break me. Like, try to break fucking destroy
1: me. me. I ask for it. I need that as well, Yanko. So uh, there's this bloke, right? In Malta, there's a bloke. His name's Peter. He's from His Poland. name is Samson. <laughs> no, his name's, his name's Peter, and he's from Poland. And uh, he runs a massage service, right? And uh, he'll fucking come around your house, 50 bucks, an hour, and he'll give you a proper... He'll, he'll fuck <coughs> your shit up. He will destroy your back, mate. Yeah. It's what you need. Cool. Because I need the muscles. <laughs> so this is... So I do have massage paraphernalia, right? And one of the pieces of massage paraphernalia that I do own, people might have seen this on, on the interwebs before, it's like this... It's probably about like this big. Uh, Jason, you can't see. Imagine <laughs> no. it's the size of a football.
2: OK. Uh, Imagine it's like a hunter size.
1: Yeah, OK. Uh, but it basically has these like knobs on <laughs> it that are motorized. You plug the power, and, and they move. They spin, right? And then they'll spin in the other direction after a certain period of time. So what I would do is I'd put it between my back and the back of the couch rest, and I would just sit there and let this thing just fucking chew up my shoulder blade muscles because they right. were so tense that what was happening was I froze up, Yanko, that my neck was stiff. It would put it like tension up into a fucking headache. The shoulders were stiff. Mate, I, I, I thought I was, I was obviously dehydrated as well, but I thought it was all over. I'm yeah, sure if G-G. I find
2: like the proper thing, I would feel, you know what they do realize I enjoy more than just a massage, mm-hmm. well, it. It's a head massage. Okay. I feel like that really does the trick for me because one time, my barber he was like on vacation or whatever. I needed a haircut, and he recommended his colleague. It's a it's a woman, right? And she's pretty good. I, I knew about it, but she does this thing when she washes your hair, and in the end, after you know when when after your hair is washed, <laughs> when she puts like the whatever the the balsam for where where you were shaved. Sure, yeah, she yeah, gives yeah. you a little bit of that massage, like the neck and just like the, uh, the the stuff. And that felt like amazing. So I feel like, you know, that's probably what I should go for. That's probably where I have the most tension is like my neck. Sure. And maybe I'm sure I have like, I, I know I have problems with my I think I have like the, how do you call it? Discus? Sure, uh, hernia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, yeah. herniated disc maybe like in my lower Your back or something. Fuck. That's really fuck. Something a little bit of that. Uh, but that's a whole different sort of a issue, right? So... Yeah, I don't know. It's, done, just, it's just not my cup of tea. Have you
0: done a chiropractor, Chad? Have you ever tried that?
2: Yeah, I have. The thing Jane's, with the chiro Jane's chiro is, has been trying
0: to I get me into
1: the chiropractor. They, 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 they I ner- think it's short term relief.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm going to get addicted to something that doesn't. I, I, they, I think they, 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 they creep me out for some reason. I don't know why. it's satisfying
1: sounds familiar no but it's satisfying (laughs) like you have you seen the videos on Instagram yeah Yeah, the popping sounds sounds. it
2: scares the shit out of me
1: I don't know how much is fake and how much is real but my dad has back problems um, from plumbing and stuff he would go to a chiropractor all the time and I would go to a chiropractor a little bit because I had back issues as well but mine's a play from being sitting down and being a slob genetics yeah probably Uh, but I always found it did short term relief whereas I think that now if I do stuff if I'm not if I'm, if I'm not stupid, right? This is the thing. This is the revelation. This is where the story was going. I'm old. I have to look after myself. I have to drink enough water. I have to fucking exercise. I have to see the sun. I have to eat like a fucking human being and not a slug. Sure. It's fucking over. I have to try now. It's over. Yeah.
2: I have to try living. You have to put some work in. Well, you don't have to. <laughs> <just depends>. it, <laughs> like shit well, but care. it just depends on the quality of life. Yeah, well, like, that quality was dog shit. You want to have Chad. That that that's all there is. Jason, when you have time, check your phone. <laughs> but,
1: Jason, what's No, I time? saw it. I got but, I'm uh, on top of it. I'm on
2: top of the game. All right. All right. No, but I mean I don't want to get too into like this isn't the fucking I don't want to get into into like we're getting old and you need to have your vitamins type of shit. Well, let's talk about the meat and potatoes. You should have potatoes. your vitamins. Let's talk about the fucking meat and potatoes, Chad. You should have barbecue, some meat and say.
0: potatoes too as well. Protein. Oh
2: shit. Yeah, that we need to discuss this, Jason. <laughs> and you're gonna be really mad. You're gonna be really mad. Okay. But we just had the best rehearsal of our lives. He is seething. Okay. He's seething. And, he's and, seething. And, and, yeah, I'm and, not and, curious. And there's, I am and very there's layers angry. to this, okay? So the layer number one, you're not gonna believe this, okay? So the initial shuttle time was six fifteen for the rehearsal. And for whatever well, reason for, for whatever reason, Alex and Chad had one at five fifteen. I don't even know why, it doesn't matter. And then at like Quarter to five, our talent manager is like, hey, guys, actually, they're ready for you if you all want to jump on the 515, to which okay. we all, ju- in, in, in Jubilee, we're like, yes, we're coming. So we leave an hour early, we get there, almost no time is wasted, people come in, we do a bit of a brief, we go, we do a quick audio check, because that's the only thing we can do, just sort of a, a quick, again, brief of sure. what the show is going to look like. Most of the familiar stuff were done pretty quickly to learn that actually right outside, you know, like it's still like, I, I don't know, as as you leave the arena, but still in the arena grounds, there's barbecue and beer until 9 p.m. And this was like we were out of there at like 7 p.m., 6 30 or whatever. So and there's also music for a reason like the music
1: today has been phenomenal it's like in I the background it.
2: it's like a shout out to Trace Tana the in our shallow drive to the rehearsal he absolutely nailed it being <laughs> the DJ so we're just finished rehearsal Wait 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 Trace wasn't the DJ? Yeah Trace you, I it was you actually the believed it was the driver? <laughs> no it was Trace <laughs> the whole time. I was at the back <laughs> of the bus I thought it was the driver. No, dude it was Trace <laughs> the
1: whole time. I can't
2: I I can't you've actually bought that wow Chad you're so gullible man I was playing
1: into it as well I was fucking loving it yeah yeah you're so (laughs)
2: gullible no it was traced the whole time and so yeah we were really efficient with Reversal we were actually ahead of schedule with it and then we had like Brazilian Barbecue which if anyone doesn't know is pretty fucking good free beer some music just good vibes having a having a chat and then came back I have the cherry on top
1: yeah, you want, do you want do you want the cherry on top here, Jason? I do want the cherry on top. I love. The I cherry hope you're on top. sitting down, and I hope I hope the people at home are sitting down for this too. <laughs> ben Audio, motherfucking oh, Jesus yeah. is here. Oh, that's beautiful.
0: That's absolutely magnificent. Yeah. That's he actually he's, he he's might the one key, responsible for the levels. But oh. might, must might be the most important person to a broadcast that we've ever encountered in, in all of our years of broadcast work.
2: Fucking Ben, bro, I shit you not. He's like he's talking to us as you know. He's trying to we're trying to set the levels, and he's like, "I'm gonna play some music for you guys now just to check the levels." It's like, uh, play a song, and we're like, "Hey, can you play this?" He's like, one second. And and then he said, "Actually, I can play whatever I want into the program feed now, just not to you guys. But I'll fix that for tomorrow. So when we're before we're live, he can actually play like a song. Do you have a request? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, so he can like." That's like your walkout song if you're a fighter, right? Like so you can get something <laughs> to get hyped up before you go live, yeah. get the energy up, get the juices flowing, get the blood flowing, so you come in and trace it. In. Welcome to I am Rio twenty twenty three. We're back in Brazil.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I like right? that. Like, I like yeah. that we're gonna do
2: something like that. D- dude, we have
1: a third uh mic at the caster desk again.
2: You do? Yeah. Bro, I'm coming on with Heron here. It's interesting, <laughs> sure.
1: it's in- it's interesting that coming. they have a third mic. Uh, yeah, yeah,
2: addicted cause I, to casting yeah. now. I don't think we're no, going to like, get any players. I like doing it with those two because I have space to do my thing and I can only do my thing. I don't have to be responsible for anything else. And I feel like that's something that they're missing a little bit as a duo in a good way. A little way. bit of the
0: hardcore hardcore
2: analysis. Yeah, man. And like I get along with those two. Fuckers, so you know, yeah, we they're good have Some good banter along the way too. Yeah, Harry and Hugo are great. Yeah, no,
1: they they're not here yet though, because they're. These, I, I, these I think kids. they're
2: flying over. or Yeah, something
1: like we we keep messaging like Harry and Hugo, are you here? Because everyone's been like, we've we've kind of this media day we had today, Jason. It was um, it, it was a you know, we started at nine a.m. Well, at least I started at nine a.m.
2: I didn't. Uh, I landed at six a.m. Yeah, there was
1: there's a God lot of damn. moving parts lately. Pe- people are still rolling in, um, and this is this is because. We Obviously, had the uh crossover with the RMRs and this last yeah. chance qualifier scenario, which has just unfolded where still four teams are probably in the air with Harry and Hugo right now. Right, we've got uh Vitality Big, uh, Cloud Nine, man, just makes me sad to say their name, and FaZe. Um, so they'll all be here either now or, or, or shortly.
0: Imagine being Cloud Nine on that airplane right now, Ugh.
2: bro. We, d- we had during media this like one X back thing, do you know the tier list? Yeah, and we had all the tiers, we were like doing acronyms, and the the bottom one was DOA, right? Dead on arrival. Because we were talking about teams, Cloud9 big, right? Super disappointed, but we ended up only Cloud9 was in that category. Because for sure, the last thing they want is to fly
1: intercontinental
2: yeah. and play long tournament. haul straight from that loss to phase and come and play in whatever tournament it is
1: do you think it might be i know this i don't know where i'm but coming wait from this.
2: the meat and potatoes all trial. right all right let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves all right so last episode fluxo made the major i know no you <laughs> you were uh, indisposed me and jason were on it we did you know the RMRB preview and now the RMRB is over so we need to give our impressions okay and all of that stuff and in in light of what we talked about in the last episode i need to reiterate that on an even higher scale in a sense of it's fucking is this the classic esports double it's down it's fucking shameful that we didn't have proper storytelling for this RMR oh. because there was so many different stories to talk about there were so many things that were going on and we didn't give we didn't do justice by the teams and the players and there it's not like we didn't do a good job we didn't do anything to honor them and this has nothing to do with the talent who was working the event because you can't during a game do storytelling during the game you're talking about the game yeah. yeah right so that's like and in the time that they had in between that again you don't have the tools you don't have anything to really kind of shape up the event and present it to people to know what to expect so just a couple of potential stories that you may or may not want to talk about that weren't really captured at all you have Device coming back for the first time, right? Uh, To try and qualify for a major, failing to do so. You have the core of the Astralis team that won four majors, the most successful team when it comes to playing at majors, not even managing to qualify, going out in like the 1 3 sort of bracket not really talked about and you saw the pictures you saw the shots like you can see it's devastating you can't you, you don't get anything out of it you have Team Spirit who was top four in Antwerp who was in the playoffs of Rio going out in last place zero three 3 next to I iNation, I-Nation. <laughs> uh, 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 right, uh, yeah we, we needed some rib. storytelling for that right? one so you had all of that stuff you know obviously those are the big ones, but then you have someone like 9, you know, Poland, full Polar squad back on the map, 3-0, up in the legend stage beating G2, Vitality in a best of three, Big in another best of one as well, Um, Monty 2, who made it through to the major very quickly. You know, you talked today in the media day about Boros and his story, right? Like you had so many things going on and managing to battle through from 0-2 down to make it all the way, um, beating Cloud9 in the process, who they lost to in the semifinals of Pro League. And then, okay, Big is also a, a, a story there. They always managed to make the majors. Now, again, it's a bit of a tough draw for them. They don't make it so. Vitality, obviously, with everything on the line for them, a French org, Zywin Apex, French players, Paris major, right? They managed to book themselves a legend spot. Forze is there. I And no, people will say after pro, League, well, that's not a big of a surprise. I still think that's an achievement for them. And then of course, in the end, it goes without saying Cloud nine, right, and phase in the last chance qualifier. I mean, that in itself is like you could make a a Netflix miniseries, you know, about that one particular matchup. And then you see in the last chance qualifier, right? like bait, bait was two and O. And they failed to qualify. Yeah. Uh, Falcons with Kenny S and MBK, they they got into CSGO together, right? They're riding out at the end together. Like, there's so many cool storylines that you can fill out. And then, on top of it all, the last fucking game of this RMR phase versus Cloud9, how does it go? Cloud9, for the first time, maybe in this RMR, they win. Both pistols. They win uh, uh, an eco round. Like they have some clutches going their way. Like suddenly everything's going their way. They're fourteen eight,
1: up I mean, six wasn't or it? more
2: than that I think or it's five. the collapse, six. right? Right, and then it's the collapse. Yeah. it's like exile, nowhere to be seen. Shiro missing some some shots. It's not like easy shots, but it's shots you would like. You see him get those. You see him hit those, and it goes into OT. And then just phase sweeps them in OT. It's like four zero in OT, and of course they win the second map on Inferno pretty handily, right? Like there's so many things that have been going on that is just like is, we have just breezed through the the games, you know?
1: Yeah, I think I think the key with all of this, right? Because y- we could dive into each and every one of those storylines and talk about all the different bits and bobs of
2: all of them. Sure. Now, wait, I just need to say one more thing. Sorry, no. Chad, I hate I hate interrupting people, and I know I do it too much, but it's also unfair to the talents that's there mm. because you're making people do multiple things, the and you're making people and you're okay. ma- exactly yeah. that's where I was going with this. Like you're making people who that's not their role. Their, their role is something else. You're making those people do the interviews. Like, you want to get an exit interview, of course, from Cloud9 or Astralis or this and that, but you're putting people in spots where they don't have experience, they, they, they're, you know, that's not their, you know, that's not their fucking job at the end of the day, right? And then it comes out as something, eh, mission, mash, and then, you, and then it's that talent that gets the ton of hate through no fault yeah, of their they own they're just trying to do the, the best exactly yeah. they get thrown under the bus fuck that
1: yeah i i think the interviews is probably where it stood out the most and um, that it's not an easy thing to do an exit interview i don't think anybody but that's the entire point is it's not easy to do an exit interview that's that's literally the the point that's being made here i also think that Having people be more diverse in their roles is fine for something that doesn't have the same gravitas of an RMR, which, yes. in my opinion, is like the second most emotional uh, and and important event of the year, other than the major. Um, in some ways, so it might even be I,
0: more emotional than the major, <laughs> especially this yeah, one. Yeah, and maybe so more many, important.
1: Yeah because of the broader impact it has on 24 teams, whereas just one team wins the major. But 24 teams go to the major and get sick of money and life-changing you know, uh, exposure from all of that and jazz. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of these things that the story used to be with the miners or the RMRs was that we were unable to like monetize it and make money from it. It's just not interesting. And it's like, well, that's bullshit. This is actually like mega interesting. It just hasn't been. Framed and sold from the right perspective, or maybe now, uh, maybe this is a bit more of an optimistic view on why it's taken us a while to get here. But the level of competition has grown a bit more, right? And it means that we do have more exciting games and matches. Whereas maybe in the past, the the void between the tier one and the tier two was was a lot more vast, um, and or maybe now there's just more exciting names in more places more people's a star- more players are stars like kenny on a team like falcons well years ago he was on g2 you know and years before that he was one of the best orpers in the world so um i i, I guess there's a lot of factors that pile into all of this here but yeah i, I can see some of those those issues that you you have with it all the yanko and that's kind of the the broader point i was getting to is it needs to be given this higher level of importance it needs to be treated with not, when I say more respect, I don't mean by the people like watching or with the commentators or anything, I just mean it needs to be framed and given more love. Like it needs to be treated like it is well, a big event because it is need, a big event.
0: We need to have more, more days to it to spread out the game so that you can actually have time <laughs> to build the stories and do the proper, the segments properly. And I mean, we know at this point, like even, you, you know, these, these, are, these are the events where there's like always like a cost cutting measure so you can have more resources for the major itself um which is where it also gets a little bit weird uh from from a to perspective. but there wasn't any like content there wasn't any content yeah, was, around no, there anything nothing, there for sure no yeah that's what so i mean i mean like
2: but even i'm saying even this like don't you know i'm not saying you need to bring you know i'm not saying i need to be there and do this thing it's like but you need to have a desk and when i say desk i don't even mean a physical desk like you need to have a whole people exactly yeah. a panel of people you need to have a host and like some analysts who are going to give you the the general like the macro of it right the storylines and kind of tell you because not everyone is you know you guys that are listening to this podcast most of you are like more hardcore, hardcore fans. fans you've been around for longer and you know you know all these stories that we're telling you and you're familiar with most of the names. There's a lot of people who are tuning in for their maybe not the first time, but third, fourth time, fifth time. Maybe they tuned in to Katowice and the last major and maybe world finals. You know, and and now they're for the first time they're seeing names like Nine and Monty and BNE and you know Into the Breach. <laughs> it's like a name that yeah. most people have never heard about. Like so, uh, I, it's uh, up to the panel to explain to you how did they get there, who are the players on this team, and then when they're making ups and when results are happening, why is it happening and what does it mean in the grand scheme of things? Yeah. Because that's what makes it fun to fucking watch and that's what makes you hooked to the thing. It's not the as much as the game in itself, it's the stories about the people playing
1: it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just want to cut in here because uh, I think what you're saying is why you what, what we do here can exist because when we do a podcast like this this is where we actually go like probably deeper or more hardcore or we talk about things for longer and in more depth and a broader conversation as opposed to when we're on a show right where we're delivering the the information that you need to be invested right whereas when we're doing this stuff sometimes you and me and Jason we get into the X and the O's right like really deep and we're like talking about like a fake on this map and and it's like well maybe not everybody enjoys listening to that right like that might not be the level and we don't care well, yeah, but here we just talk <laughs> about whatever we want to talk about, which is, re- no, but that's the fun thing, like, yeah. nobody owns what we do, we just, we like doing it. we just we just, go. We just say whatever the fuck we want, exactly, and that's why, you know, we talk about shitting bile, but like, when we want to, like, talk, like, <laughs> deep about, like, one of those topics, Cloud9's, Cloud9's a great one, and that... That whole point about them choking. Well, okay, they're they're a team that if you look at it on paper and where they've been going in their trajectory, they're meant to be primed to then be the next best fucking thing since sliced bread, right? But there's clearly an experience issue and a choking issue here, uh, and that can come from a lot of different factors. Like well, or it could be ba- bad leadership as well.
2: Also, one emotional issue in a sense. We were talking about this even at the last major. We all loved the step, the next step that you could obviously see that Shiro took yeah. within that team and the extra initiative. But, bro, I didn't even realize that. And I was watching that game, and I can't remember which game it was. Probably the 2-2 game. I don't know who they played in the 2-2 game, and I now can't remember off the top of my head. Wasn't that the end game? Yeah, that yeah. was the end game. Yeah. And the Vertigo was the third map, I think. And it was on Reddit later on front page. He's actually... He's crying. Yeah. During the fucking in, game. In, in agony. It's like... Hey. Listen man, I love that you know your heart is in this. Yeah, but that's too much. Fucking stop. You like, can <laughs> What are you yes, doing? You <laughs> can't you you can't have that happening. Like you can't be so emotionally invested that you're crying during not, not in a sense and I don't mean this like as crying is a weakness and you're being Joy, weak. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't mean this. I mean just any emotion that's so It's overwhelming. It's too overwhelming. Like how can you possibly Hard to keep the focus. Be focused when your emotion is like taking over by so much. So, yeah. and listen, Shiro is a young guy and he's great. And I saw his series of, of tweets and I replied to him in one of them because I, I, I wanted to, I mean that, you know, I, he was saying, I was saying, hey, the road is long in this game and you're at the beginning of it. Just don't keep your resolve and, you know, you'll come out stronger from all of this. Yeah. And, and, and I really believe that. I think he's a great kid without a doubt, a fucking amazing player, right? So he understood in Rio he needs to do more and take more risks and kind of lead his team on the server a bit more. And now he will, I hope, understand that he has to keep his emotions in check a little bit more. He
1: needs to direct that energy into demanding more of his teammates because he he can't do anymore. He seems like way too much of a nice guy
0: for that. He seems like way too much of a nice guy for that. But yeah, I know what you mean.
1: I'm not saying ragdoll them around the room and like, yeah. you know, yell in their face <laughs> or anything, but just fucking like, say boys. Like, not
2: take them to Jason's basement and just sit use them down. all the tools. <laughs> Sit them down
1: and say, listen, boys, like I'm fucking giving it the sauce here day in, day out. Can you just give me something? Like, can we stop some of these fucking opening deaths, Naphany, please? Just give me a fucking chance, bro. Like, just sit them down and have a chat and go, Buster. what's going on, mate? We brought you in to be experienced. Where is it? Like, uh, ask a little bit of him. Who's another
2: player that that you think needs to do the same thing? What, you mean like
0: that needs to, like, step up? Which team?
2: More more demanding of his teammates and tell him to stop fucking up and give him a chance. (laughs) Which Wait, wait, uh, give me the team. You should know. It's the same role. Same role, Opa.
1: Oh, Zywoo. Exactly. Okay, and we heard okay. that from his yeah. Okay, from his teammates and his coach. I was a bit slow. There. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Okay, I am with you.
2: What were we gonna say, Jason?
0: Uh Dude, I was just gonna say that that Mirage T side from Cloud Nine was so ugly. That that might have been one of the more painful T sides I watched. Like. I don't even, I don't even, it was so bad. I don't even know where to like pin the issues. Like there's the obvious one of like the one that's been swirling around this team with Naphany's calling and like high pressure games, especially some of those T side rounds were just so like uninspired, just like defaults where, where you just like, don't do anything. And someone gets picked off the fact that exile went from having 21 kills in the first half on the CT side to having seven kills total on the T side, including, including overtime rounds, like, like these guys just, Disappeared in that second half, but, and that was but listen, so hard to watch.
2: I'm not an Afeni fan, but I'm not an Afeni hater. No, really, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. Like, you, I feel like Groove has a good amount of pull to their style, right? So, sure. so I can't blame Afeni for their their style. I can blame him for when the game is live for maybe some of the things like that happen, you know, or some of the calls or whatever. But uh, you look at. That T side as well. Listen, I don't mind them running out of time and shit. Like that's cloud nine. The only the only difference is when the game isn't as high pressure and phase isn't coming back against them. They won't run out of time. They'll have that five. They'll be those five extra seconds faster in doing whatever it is that they're doing and be five seconds more decisive. So you won't see that happen. And that's the pressure getting to them. So that's the bigger problem than their style well, right that- the style looks bad because they're letting the pressure affect them and man there was two or three rounds that i distinctly remember where kerrigan is just out dueling exile who is b on t side like trying to put pressure and kerrigan just kills him like two or three times or, no, three times maybe too much yeah but that- two times i definitely remember right and then those are like awkward fights that isn't like kerrigan being getting lucky and like killing him without exile having a chance like he has a chance to win that fight and he just doesn't you know so and i think this was with exile was like a little bit stinky with me is like some of these games sure like especially the phase games he's been playing amazing in those series but man sometimes in these big series like his stats are good but if you look at like the important rounds where the game is super close like I don't know. Sometimes He's it just feels gone. there's something missing. Not, not as much with Shiro, but sometimes with with him. And I don't know if that's because well, a, a
0: side like this the pressure goes down a little
2: bit. I don't know. A, a T side like this that gets bogged down, you
0: want someone like Exile to be the guy who's like, I'm going to make a fucking play on this T side that's going to find us an opening kill, right? Like, that's what you want out of your star player when, when there's that kind of a, a T side that's just getting wrecked. And he just like disappeared in this one. And it, it's consistent I think like You've he, located he has...
1: the issue though, Jason. You've you've located the issue. Do you think that this could at all be correlated with why some of entry attempts are so desperate? Is because no nobody else like if Axel's having issues with finding entries or doesn't like feel the game in that way or Shiro's not aggressively looking for a pick with an AWP or whatever. Do, do you think that that contributes to why Nafani maybe makes some of these solo individual plays and then he's giving up a lot of opening deaths across both halves we got Yankas looking for a bottle opener right now jason so I'm just it, yeah it's all with good happening to the room
0: it's i mean it could be that i mean that wouldn't surprise me at all my biggest issue with Nafani on this kind of a t side is where it's like um, dude i even had my brother texting me like what the fuck is going on with this t side who and I, like Just watching it, I was like, at a certain point, if you're calling defaults on Mirage on this T-side and, like, You're calling a default and Buster gets pushed and picked off at a ramp like 30 seconds into the round by like an aggressive CT play from FaZe. And then you're calling a default and someone gets picked off, you know, over at A or B, and then your catwalk play gets smoked off and you get delayed. It's like, stop calling these kind of like defaults that aren't getting you anything. Like, where's the change of just being like, you know what? The defaults are getting annihilated at the moment. Let's just call a set piece. Like, let's change it up. Let's let's call a contact play. Let's let's mix up the timings. They don't have them i know but that's like that's that's where i have the most frustration that's with a <laughs> and it's like that's where i that's where i do put the blame but, at but the th- end game leader of naphany or groove it's like why don't we have that deeper playbook at this point in your lifetime as a team to be able to switch things up even if it's just for a round or two at the moment to give phase a different look to not let them be so comfortable the knowing they're going against BB defaults have.
2: and well, they had it. They had it they until did. they added Fame and Orbert. Yeah, and, and then, then you could see it. slowly yeah. the change, right? Like first it was just in half buys that they were faster, and then it was in gun rounds too. And even at pro league, even with Chiron at pro league, I remember I was tricasting casting with someone, and I was saying I was being like sarcastic about it, right? It's like, oh, what? It's one twenty or one fifteen in the round. Outsiders are into the bomb side. I thought they play super slow all the time, so. Even then, they had it a little bit, not to the same extent. But you have to remember, guys, this was Gambit youngsters. Yeah. Okay, the core of this team, four of the five players. You think Naphony, when he's seventeen years old at the time, or eighteen, or whatever he is, you think he's deciding how they're going to play? No, yeah. it, uh, it yeah, was yeah. there, and their coach wasn't Groove at the time. It was Finn. Then he got bad, and then Groove stepped in. So. Like that style doesn't come from Naphany. Like he's being taught to call that style. So I wouldn't blame him on the style. But of course, once you start winning and you become really good, like you need to, you also get more mature as a player and you need to take some ownership and say, listen, like, okay, the style, that's how we play, that's great. But we can't, we need more variety just for the sake of it, if anything. Like this will be our style. But we need to at least show this on tape, yeah. as you like to say it, right? so the other team knows we're capable of it. And when we feel the timing is right, actually in the game, we, we actually know how to switch it up and change things and you know, try something else instead of just doing the same thing. You know, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results.
1: It sounds like with a lot of this, though, we're identifying that there's too many passengers in the team. Right, you know, normally we'd say there's too many like cooks in the kitchen. Well, this sounds like there's not enough. Like if they're not uh, diversifying their playbook or whatever, like then I go to Hobbit. I'm like, you you won a major, mate. You're, you're the most experienced member of this team. You're the most accomplished member of this team. Well, what are what are you gonna are you gonna start holding the boys accountable? Because I s- mentioned that with Shiro. Like, what's what's going on? But
2: but it's not even just holding people accountable, man. It's, well, the pressure it's, and all it's that. It's just that no, but the style somehow. the style puts so much pressure on you to deliver all the time. Mm. Like, look at. If there's one team that you could see playing that style, it would be FaZe. But sure. they don't, but but they play they actually play Cloud9 should play the way FaZe plays, which is most predominantly default. Get yourself into the mid right? range. Right? And get yes, get yourself in the mid and then give your put your players in a position where they can make plays, where they have space to make plays and have 1v1s where they have a little bit of an advantage in the in a duel, right? But then again, you have an in-game leader who's experienced enough and smart enough to know, perhaps the most to know what <laughs> he did. Yes, yes, exactly. So that's not <laughs> that's not really fair. But in a sense of to know how he conditioned his opponent, but w- by what he has been doing so far, so that he can make a freeze time call that he believes will work because of what they did up until that point. You know, one of the most. Let, let's try to. Like, this is a, a, a pretty banal example, but let's say you're playing default a lot on Mirage on T-side and you're taking mid-control and you're taking mid-control and you're splitting them two gun rounds in a row, you do that. Well, then let's say you're expecting an adjustment for them to they fight to for mid, mid yeah. right? So what do you do then? You just throw the window smoke top mid-smoke, molly connector with one guy, throw some flashes over, and you just pop A, right? And you smoke top con, you smoke jungle or you molly jungle, and... You're go- probably gonna have just one guy there. You trade with him or you kill him, you plant the bomb, and that's it. Like, that's, you know, pretty basic things. You won't see it in tier one CS play out like that very often. But that's an example for you how a freeze time call will work because your default worked beforehand. And I feel like you need to be able to do that to have a lot of success at, on the tier one because people are so good at adjusting and... There's so much variation now, right? Yes. And
1: that's one of the issues. Like, the default can only account for so much. Uh, a default c- can't account for when these teams are doing these really aggressive set pieces or it's a really well-timed pop flash and it's isolating a player. Because you know you're defaulting. You know it's just one guy working holes and, you know, Rops can isolate that fight and win that jewel.
2: And, and for people talking shit about Buster, I mean, it's not like I'm... You see, he's my brother, and I'm here defending him. Oh, but okay. I will say a couple of things. It's like i watched that game closely, the Mirage game. Um, and I saw he was getting like a couple uh, once or twice, he was maybe a little bit unlucky with how things played out. Because he moved just as FaZe was pushing a ramp. Otherwise, he could have got an easy kill. Then rain peaks him, deep T spawn from the, that ledge where you throw the stair yeah. smoke yeah. from. It's like mental, and he gets the kill on him. And a couple of times FaZe had like really good flash plays, which prob which tells me they prepared really well for where he likes to stand. And now you'll say, well, why didn't Buster adjust? Well, because Cloud9 had to play fucking five best of threes in yeah. a day oh, and yeah. a half. Yeah. Best you times, know, like yeah. you're just constantly like you're playing all the time, you're thinking about the next opponent and your team is maybe giving you like scouting reports or whatever. You're not really self scouting as much. Yeah. No, these these so RMR formats I, I were fucking c- dog shit, dude. This <laughs> is so stupid. And it was the Inner Shine, the analyst from Phase, who was bringing it up. And not to complain about Phases, but mostly from the RMRB teams. Yeah. And that was Cloud Nine. They had to play two games. Then they had to play early. And another thing that I really didn't understand, and this is the type of things I would bitch about if I was a coach of the team, right? Why is Big playing the late game? I mean, I know why they're playing the late game of the, you know, the first game of the LCQ, right? Mm-hmm. And then their next game is scheduled at 10 a.m.? Yeah, but that's the Why thing. is it at 10 a.m.? And then the Phase Cloud 9 game started at 5 p.m. Why does it start at 5 or 4 p.m., right? Like... Why doesn't it start at 8 and then the 10 a.m. game should start at even noon is way better or 1 p.m.? I'll explain to you guys why I'm saying this. It's because if my game is scheduled to start at 10 a.m., that means my players are required to be at the playing area at like probably eight. 9.20 or 9.15. That means I need to wake them up. They need to be awake early, latest at 8 a.m. Yeah. And we're right, seven thirty if things are going well. You all are gamers that are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you motherfuckers that is not th- thirty years old and has a full time job, has to- likes waking or has to wake up <laughs> at eight a.m. Right? Absolutely nobody. And even today, where the practice schedules are more sane and looking more like normal jobs, no one searches practice before like eleven a.m almost, maybe a couple of teams, most not before noon, because you like to do some theory before practice. So just the schedule is unreasonable. Like you're making the players have to wake up too early. They're not used to it. They're not going to be super focused, su- super well rested. And also you have to brief them before the game, at least a little bit. I understand it's a game where you mass, you play a lot. So maybe you're not going to bother them too much with preparation. You're more going to change the way you play, like the way you call your sequences or whatever. But still, it's like, why is this the case? Like, why is the schedule the way it is? It made no sense to me, right? Like, some teams what are just going in a on more What was going on on that
1: diff- final day? It was, th- was it three best of threes? Was Vitality, there was a Vitality game on, right? Yeah, but
2: that's, that's like a game that's just for seeding. Yeah,
1: So, but was that played on the mainstream? Were all three of the games on the mainstream? So, because if, if what you're saying. I don't saying think is, so.
2: I think, I think
1: so there, there was, was two overlaps. streams. There was, okay. a, there then, was two yeah, streams then, on last day. Then the only reason for that would be because they wanted to be finished earlier. Right. So, Which is, from a
2: competitive yes, standpoint, is a bad thing. Exactly. Reason. So, yeah. I, as a coach, would say, I don't give a fuck when you want exactly, to finish. Exactly. I want to qualify for the fucking major. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to play at 10 a.m. when I finish my game at 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. The, the other day. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Move it. Mm. Or I won't show up. I won't play. And then you huh. deal with the fucking scandal of. You know, saying that. Listen, man, I said the same thing on this podcast after the Rio Major. I said if I were heroic, I would be fucking pissed, because they played the second semifinal like against Furia with all the emotion that goes into that. They finished around about 11 p.m. Then the final is scheduled at 3 p.m. Yeah. Why? Well, but we know why. Why isn't it at six? Yeah, because of viewers and the different exactly. times. Yeah. But that's not my problem if I'm heroic. But that's and where listen, we get into the issues. And listen, but that's the thing. <laughs> it's like. Someone people can tell me ESL or BLAST can tell me fuck you, shut the fuck up, you have to play then. It's in the contract, whatever in the agreement, you signed it. You know, and I'll come and play. If that's the case, I'll come and play. But I want it somewhere noted that I protested this shit. True. Right? Like I want to protest you be this. On the record. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You exactly. I want to be on the fucking <laughs> I want to be on the fucking record. Dude, we had this thing at Pro League as well, where Navi played. The second uh, round of whatever, twenty four. They, they, the, yeah, they played yeah, the they played yeah. the last game and then they played the first game on the next day. Out of the two or something like that. I was like, "Are we sure Navi is okay with this?" Like, I understand why we scared because Liquid was the late game. Sure. So we wanted like because of, right? And they said they checked it with Navi and they were okay. At that point, I shut the fuck up. They're fine with it. I don't care. You know, teams teams look at things different way. But I was very. Pe- not peculiar but particular. particular yeah about this sort of shit because i also had players who were very fucking particular sure but this is where peculiar. we this is where we particular. this
1: is where that line right Penis. is <laughs> this is this is the problematic line that we find ourselves in because the the me that's existed for the majority of my life leans heavily into the competitive side being the most important side right but yes. but this is the issue is First of, first and foremost, this stuff has to be paid for, right? And I fucking hate this because it's such yes man. I love
0: that. It. I love that. And that you're it, taking this angle.
1: I'm not. I'm just presenting it so I can crush it in moments <laughs> time. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, I, I, and then the the other side of things is uh, what, what was the first thing? did I say making money? Yeah. Was it a, oh someone, someone has to pay for this? But then it is also about making the money, right? Getting the sponsors to come in and, and, and trying to make it a profitable business. So it's always that balancing act between the two, right? Uh, but then I think, well, let's fucking downscale then. Cause we're doing something like wrong, right? Like if that's the case, then we've scaled too quickly. Just like all these fucking orgs out there that are going under because they uh, don't even get me started on that shit again, right? So then we've, we've scaled incorrectly. Like we've made a bad business model. How is the business model not making money? What have we done wrong? Why have, where have we, where are we spending too much money? How have we gotten too big? Where has that happened? And then let's address that. Are we, are the venues too big? Are we not sell like? Are we are we paying players too much money? Right? Yes. Is the prize money too much? Right? No. You start asking all these. Questions. Are we tr- are we trying to put on too fancy a production? Should it be more raw? Right? Does it need to be like? Do we need the pyrotechnics and the fucking million lighting rigs? Does it need to be a concert where Justin Bieber could walk out on the fucking stage and perform? Is that do we have to do that? Like is that is that is that the best option? Who says that's the best option? Why did we decide that's the best
2: option? Mm. Oh, you, I don't you're, fucking you're, know. No, you legit I, tasking, I got no, no idea. I thought you were just dr- dramatic pause there. no I, the, I got no grateful. idea.
1: Why is this? Why we decided this is the best option? Well, I think well, it's because. I, uh, in... Yeah. Go ahead, Jason. Well, it's not I not financially say...
0: viable. No, but I think like I think part of I think part of like the the sales structure and the money making structure obviously is we a lot of those decisions are made because they want to make sure there's a show for the people who pay the money for the tickets to travel to the event to actually come and have an experience once they're there. Now I don't know like if there's not fucking fireworks and pyrotechnics, you know I, that's that's let the, the, the question. man finish. All right. well, no, He's I, still cooking. Uh, All right, no, I'm 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 with Chad on this one. I don't know if that's necessary to 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 have people into the arena to have that kind of an experience. I don't know if there's places that we can cut down on that. Um, what are they
1: there? Well, for fucking fireworks and a clown to walk around the arena yeah, or to watch the no, fucking Counter Strike. Well, are you I, calling I, I a clown. No, that was not. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I just meant like some. I mean, I
2: knew you hated him, but
1: Jesus, <laughs> I didn't. Well, mean this this this, come come on, this comes this <laughs> comes
0: full circle <laughs> to like what 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 Yanko brought up earlier about like not having storytelling at the R. Mars, and we know from all of us having certain conversations about wanting to have, like you know, being able to do a little bit more on desks over the years. And it's like, does that change the bottom line if we give more time to this to do? to If we give more time to X to do Y, is that actually going to
2: change the viewership? Well, Are people it does it even have that to do that? Though. No, but it depends on how you look at it. All right. So I'll, I'll say two things. First thing, Chad, the reason why we're doing things this way is because in the early days, you know, we all. I, I guess that. People who were in those positions, they always felt shunned by the mainstream. Fuck the mainstream media, exactly right. But they felt shunned. They wanted to prove that we can be as big and we can fill the lances and create like what an event bitch and, mentality. That is well, you know, but. You'll agree that Cologne is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's sick.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know? so, 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 I fucking love the fireworks. a part of that, that where,
2: where we were copying some of the things because we wanted to prove that a video game can do the same thing that basketball can sure. or hockey can, and you know, which sounded insane 10 years ago. Yeah. But now it's like probably accepted, right? Sure, it's not, you know, it's not every day that we can feel the lances for everything, but for this one thing, we can do it. And there's a deeper discussion to be had. Is pro league the way you know like is that how bro- even larger tournaments should be broadcast? Is th- I, this I, is I get what I want? That I, that's I, where you. I know that you were going there with it, like that you were thinking that this is the way to go for Counter Strike or whatever. And no, there's an evolution. That's a whole further. different conversation, and 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 you know I don't want to get into that necessarily right now. But the second part of what I want to what was that you were talking about, Jason?
1: Fucking money. Uh,
2: like, like the uh, like the storytelling. Is it actually going to
0: change the bottom line? Is like, if are you? Look, a, yes, a yes, 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 yes. No, listen. This is the second part, shit. and I'll
2: tell you. I'll tell you how how it will because there's two models, right? How you make money in any sports and whatever it is, right? One of them is through broadcasting rights, like media deals. You know, yeah. ESPN pays. 300 million over three years to broadcast Counter-Strike on their channels. Sure. The other one is pay-per-view, which is UFC, boxing, and all of that stuff, right? So for the first one, you have to be so big, like your audience has to be so big where the network finds it lucrative to... To, to broadcast your thing, on it. and then sponsors will buy ad time yeah. because there's so many people watching. Yep. I don't think we can be there anytime in another time. 10 years or more than that. Yeah, that's a pretty difficult model to pull off. But, and I, th- I actually I don't think even the UFC model is not in the near history because we don't have enough people who would be willing to pay to watch, to watch yeah. like we that. We would lose a lot of our That audience. thing because you would <laughs> so lose you're all saying all your well, we just have to, <laughs> no, we just need to we just need to keep at it and grow. But I yeah. was going to say this, Jason, is that giving more time, you know, the desk doesn't move the needle and all this stuff, but if actually you committed to it and committed to the storytelling and the narratives and letting people, you know, allowing us to do our job to an extent which would lead to people. Not buying into storyline means like we're selling something, but that, but that's like, you know, it's not buying into it. Just kind of seeing this and getting hooked and addicted to some of these stories, like we did. Um, I think then you could make an average viewer be willing to pay five bucks to watch the event. You know, yeah. Uh, let's say, listen, I'm matches. not saying they would pay five bucks to watch this event, but they would pay five bucks to watch Cologne online even Uh, you know and get everything depending on where you where, a
1: a decent amount we'd lose a lot of people but a decent amount yeah i think we'd have and
2: i don't say we can't do it right now we probably can't do it three years from now but if we commit and like we actually create a valuable product online then maybe who knows what i mean the, the thing is, like, it doesn't work that way where we sell it first and then, you know, like, we need to create something that people will want to be a part of and then they might be willing to pay for Don't it. You know that's what I the mean? the
1: problem, though, because all we do in esports is continue to give features that if it was in traditional media, which we so want to be like, apparently, uh, we keep giving it away for fucking free. We just make more shit and give it away for free. We don't put anything behind a paywall because we know that our audience won't pay for it. So then we're hoping that we can make every second or third thing we do get enough clicks to justify the fucking value. But a lot of the stuff we do, content-wise, we don't have fucking sponsors behind. So we're out there getting views on shit that isn't even fucking sponsored at the moment.
2: like Yeah, but that's also, you know better than I do, and Jason knows this as well. It's like, sorry, it's because like, we don't sell things properly. I feel like we could get but, more sponsors. That's, that's another if thing. If we well. pitched yeah, better yeah. and and, and offer
1: them better things. But that 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 is something that you know. Hopefully we can talk to about Fix in the over the that's, years, that's, yeah. a, that's something we can go in a good direct. Because like I, I don't know I don't know what the model is for viewing Counter Strike. I like and again I don't even know what the best angle is is it an entertainment angle is it the competition selling it is the fact that you just watching the best players in the world go toe to toe which might mean you lose a cloud nine at your major right for example because there will be these upsets now there's obviously ways that we can try and avoid that or do better with the formatting of the rmrs like i think the seating is still the biggest fucking issue over
2: there I apologize. this was way too loud what, uh, what? in the mic but we just got the master chat for the cult it's 8 30 right 8:30. It's fucking 8:30, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you <didn't know> that? <laughs> 8:30. I already put it in the group. It was 8:30, man. Uh, Actually, right. I'm saying this with so much dread in my voice, but combined with the jet lag, which I did a great job at beating, I will probably lights out at 11 p.m. So eight hours sleep, 7 a.m. Go and uh, get some brekkie. Do some.
1: Where the fuck is Aaron Hugo?
2: They arrived oh. <laughs> no they arrived like five minutes they're on the shuttle oh, sure to the hotel did. welcome welcome what a party did we we did a
1: um, we did a nice a nice song for our talent manager today jason to get us a shuttle a song that was did oh a did you well, like,
0: you like sing a song yeah. saying where the fuck is my shuttle yeah, type yeah, of situation yeah.
2: yeah no we can't no, play no. it because we, we we'll can't get, monetize this and you know yeah. we're making so much money
1: I sent this to Rush, you ready for this? Here I'm we ready go. for this. This is gonna be loud. This is just, uh, this is me eating the barbecue outside that Yanko's talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> jesus fucking christ you make a great villain laugh thanks chad. i've been practicing and yeah, all it is is like bad.
1: pictures of like people giving giving rush the finger we have Trace, oh yeah he just Freya, he, was, he was just going around Alex, hey can Yanka. you can
2: you do a, no i actually asked because i saw chad take a picture of himself giving the middle finger to someone i was like who's that for rush oh take a picture of me as well yeah, so I kind of got a Yeah, there. you guys got all excited about it. That's cool. That's cute.
1: Yeah, well, Rush has got a bit of an attitude lately. He's looking for a couple of fights. Is he in Brazil? Oh, is he here? Yeah, he's in Brazil. Oh shit, I haven't he, seen him he, today. Yeah, he wants to start swinging. That they little got him out of the crump. cave. I like it. Well, it takes a lot to get him, but uh, mate, his hotel's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to dox him. We're not, we're not gonna. He's not him. at the we same dox hotel. Him. We'll, no. No, well, oh, hell yes. Well, he wasn't
2: last time, either. Yeah. That's doesn't true. G- I have a nicer view Last this time it was just. a major, though. See the... That's true. That's true. Yeah. I, I have a question for you. OK. Let's spice it up again. Ooh. How meant what, what, oh, wait, how do I put this? It's like, why does Duncan have this infatuation with some random ass guys like Kenny, for example. Why does he think Kenny can be good still? I, or MSL for that matter. Like, I, I don't I believe either of the guys will do fuck all anymore in CSGO.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think MSL. Or CS2
2: for that matter.
0: I don't think MSL's worth worth the wait to, to take those battles the way he has over the years. But, you know, Duncan's always had like a soft spot for like. Um, for like some of those old school guys that probably he feels like have uh, are not judged as accurately as they should have been in the past, you know, like a hindsight judgment. Like, don't get enough credit. Like, he he probably feels like MSL doesn't get enough credit for how good of an in-game leader he was back in the day. Uh, Kenny, outside of, like, obviously got plenty of credit in, like, the 2014-2015, but, you know, I I don't know. I could could make
2: some estimations, but... Listen, I'll say this. I don't think MSL is bad. Far from, I think, Kenny S is bad. But, you know, trying to present MSL like he's the second coming of Glaive or something like that, you know, actually, like with with everything we know
0: about MSL, I feel like he would be one of like the the in-game leaders that struggled the most to catch up to the like, current meta and like, style of play.
2: Like for example, I feel like, and I feel like Duncan would be the guy who would take MSL over Shui as an in-game leader. Like if he was making a team, if he was a GM of a team, he would take MSL over like Shui. Ba- yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, man. Like I Yeah, Chad I, doesn't I, want to talk about this. Let's change. No, like,
1: it's like, I I, I don't know. I don't know why why he, he feels the way be. he feels. Like, I feel a certain way about some
2: players. XCLG Red Shimmer claim ESL Impact League now Season we're talking. 3 final spot. Now, now, we're, now we're
1: fucking cooking with gas right here. Well, I, look, something that I did want to ask, and this was before we were talking about Cloud9, and I know this is, like, full hindsight, Harry's shit going on right here, and I asked this with no predetermined answer behind it is right. is buster the right pick for for cloud nine jason
2: I'm, i I'm you pick this up
0: yeah i i i don't mind the buster okay, pick. I'll pick this up. i i think i think the answer <laughs> well i think i think there's i think there's two like angles to this one like i think i think we don't uh, pr- like i don't i don't think we talk enough about for cloud nine you know they've been like trying to make that one move that's the hardest move to make to take you from like 99 yeah, percent to 100 percent uh, it doesn't seem I know, like it. I, 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 I know came around a little bit move. on it. I don't think it was bad, but I don't think it's done enough to get them to where
2: they have to go. That's a good point. It's not Listen, the cause of their issues. I like, I like no. Booster. I like him. <laughs> and, yeah, he had a terrible Mirage, uh, T-Side especially, against FaZe, but... You can't just look at that. You have to look at the body of work, and I can see what they meant by bringing him in. What it brings, and a lot of it was in terms of communication and initiative, and some of the experience, and and, and that's fine. He he's never. You can't look at Booster having six kills <laughs> and being like, <laughs> fuck that's off. why they lost. And then <laughs> you, you, you overlook the fact that the Exile had like two kills in gun <laughs> rounds on T side, like, yeah, I'm fucking, done. <laughs> you know, like Booster is not the problem. So <laughs> that just tells you that change wasn't like as 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 grand like that position change it yeah. didn't have the impact. Exactly, yeah. right? Like so no player you bring in instead of Yeah, I don't enters. think he's the problem. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So the he's problem just wasn't the move. Exactly. The, prob- the, prob- the, problem, he, he, the problem the problem he's not the problem, he's not the solution either. Yeah. The problem
0: they have at this point now is like like you have to change more now, don't you? After failing to qualify oh, for this I, major. I don't
1: know, man. This is But what like where do, where would where like, do you go? for them?
2: You're not going to change our booster. are about to find out, right? Yeah, but like... Chad, say, <laughs> say, what you, say what you told to me earlier. Oh, fuck. I don't know what I said earlier. What did I say? You said uh, just keep Shiro in exile. Oh, yeah. Rebuild the whole thing. Rebuild the whole thing. <laughs> start again. Jesus Christ. I,
1: I think, no, because, because those players are good. Just, just start again. You don't just, keep hopping. doesn't matter. Why? G- give me one reason. What do you mean? There's He's a whole new like- game coming out. True. Build a new team, That's Jason. Fair. Who gives a fuck now? The future doesn't matter anymore. We're not living in the next CS:GO major. I'm gonna fucking say it. It's about to be the last CS:GO. Major. Oh, he's <laughs>
0: finally <laughs> bought into the hype. <laughs> he's finally bought into it. He's been listening to it <laughs> seething. He's <laughs> been on <out> the <laughs> toilet shitting his brains out listening to people Why say I the last CS:GO it. major. Oh, so wait, <laughs> your shits were just the
1: color of your shorts. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we finally no, but brought it's him like, around What's the next major? My point is The next no, yeah, March next year Just fucking do something new Just after this next major When all the teams Are in roster shuffles Just start again Who gives a fuck You're not going to Set yourself that far back There, There will be a learning curve At the start of CS2 so make yeah. your changes well, now.
0: I think I, I think you'd have to have that'd be a tough place as a GM of C nine, but you'd have to have a lot of confidence that Hobbit's going to be able to like Get keep Jack up and grind the grind a little Jason. bit. And you sit there. What well, What do you mean? He's a European team. I don't give a fuck about what the North Americans think anymore. But I mean, uh, okay. I think you honestly. I think you honestly. Like if if, if I'm if I'm Cloud Nine, I'm thinking. You know, you start you stay with that core. Exile, Shiro, Hobbit, and you entertain all offers for Buster and, and Naphany like you just do booster
2: booster
1: sorry. but it's too many it's too many they'll keep the same identity no, but you need three
2: No, I'll two's tell not, you, not it's, enough it's not just that Chad Groove can't be the coach of that team fuck you right alright like, oh, I like Groove no. I consider him a friend even you guys had dinner you know? last week but oh shit yeah man that doesn't like that's not gonna influence <laughs> my opinion Jason I'm not a bitch I think Groove I think Groove needs to be the GM of that team he needs to be the level above the coach okay right and he can even he, he can even have a say in like the general way of how the team should be built and the way the team should be played by the day-to-day stuff and especially standing behind the team bring in hooch no uh, okay. maybe not i don't uh, know who i i don't have a name for you right now bring right? In but i think it has to be someone someone else who's a little bit more energetic perhaps and a little bit more open-minded to doing things i've got the perfect name Zona. Remember
1: how much that guy used to yell? <laughs> <Jeez>
2: <laughs> Christ, I'm trying to make a
1: serious point here.
0: Chad's jet lag like, is really than, seeping into his fucking uh, brain od- right now.
2: Other other than that, it's like Hobbit or no Hobbit, like I don't know. I, I I'm not sure I've given up on him completely, but I'm not I don't think you know he hasn't convinced me in, enough that I can be like, Oh yeah, he absolutely needs to stay. Yeah, you absolutely need to keep Shira in exile. And listen, we don't know the inner workings of that team. Perhaps Nafani feels like they do need to do the things that we were talking yeah. about, but maybe Groove is saying, no, we keep at it this way. Let, let's say, let's just put ourselves in that hypothetical situation. It right could now. be possible. All of a sudden, Nafani is way better than he seems. As long right? as he
1: just if just with the swings, bro. Like sometimes the play is gonna work, but in a game when yeah, has not work for three I guess, times, just I agree. Do it
2: to get traded. And he should never play connector on Mirage and all these things. Like of course, like but who knows? Maybe that's again. We don't know these things, and I'm not. I'm not yes. saying this because I know things, and I'm pretending that I don't. Like, but maybe someone some thinks like maybe maybe Exile is one of the. Listen, Cold Zera, right? One of the best players in the world never played con, right? He was a cat player. You know, you just have some of these guys who, Nico on the other side of things, always played con. So you can't just, I'm saying this because it's not like you can just tell Axile, go play con. Maybe he just doesn't fucking want it. He doesn't like it. He's fine with cat and he's really good playing cat. And why would you move him somewhere where he doesn't want to be and make him less effective?
0: Fuck right? that. So maybe
2: no one else in. Fuck that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate that shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> you I hate seen that look like...
2: on Yanko's face. Fuck you,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. It's so crazy to think that like a player would I'm just be like. To be nice. I know, but it's so crazy because like I that we've heard that a number of times out of certain players, and it's so crazy to think that players are just like, I'm a cat player. I'm just gonna be a cat player. I don't want to fucking move on this map. It's my spot. Talking about
1: Counter Strike players, you motherfucker! I know, but you were coaching Liquid.
2: You're coming up with this fucking point. Are you (laughs) fucking kidding me? Dude, I think it's
0: so fucking weak to just have a, like, what you, are your star players? Just be like, nope, I'm comfortable where I am, so we're gonna leave this part of the map just completely fucking exposed. Oh yeah, the critical because parts fucking
2: exile uses alpha mentality. Oh my god, this is great. I'm loving it.
0: Well, again, that that's, that's that's the problem we've been getting.
2: He's falling <laughs> asleep no, <I'm laughs> to the sound of his own voice.
1: I'm in fucking stitches. This uh. is fucking hilarious. Oh my god! No, we. It's I mean, too, anyway. I we we not out of the major. Fuck cloud now. let
2: Let's talk about somebody who qualifies. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about? Are we going to do like this a has real been,
0: preview now? This or? has been like this shit. Dude, on look at the fucking episode.
2: legends teams. Okay, legends teams. Yeah, it's, not too sincere. It's not great. Nine. Furia. Can Fnatic. we knock it on this road? Heroic. This is. Into the fucking breach, vitality and bad news eagles. This is the first part and of the Fnatic conversation made it there, but by not playing a top thirty team. This is
0: the first part of the conversation the, that leads us out a format conversation. Got, I don't no, want to go down no, this road. I don't wanna,
2: no, no, we're not gonna <laughs> go down this road. I'm just gonna say the results were so fucked at the RMRs that, and the seedings are so whack that actually the matchups make sense, right? Because G two is playing the Mongols, where G two is the lower seed. Yeah, it's all maybe. It, it I don't know. Maybe out. I'm lying. It worked out, on but Faze is it? playing. Who is Faze playing? They're also playing OG. Like, no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure it's OG. No, 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 no. Faze is playing like Faze playing Monty. Oh, they're playing. Faze is playing Monty. Let me check. Yeah, Faze yeah. is, is playing Monty.
0: Think... Pain, Pain is, is playing OG here Pain at Fluxo. this event. Pain Fluxo, G2, G2. Mongols, <coughs> Gamer Legion, Complexity, Fours Greyhound, Apex Liquid, NIP versus Maus, and then OG versus Ents. Those are the opening challengers matches. OG
1: ants. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that now. There's plenty of time to talk about the major. Let's talk about Rio a little bit. You, okay. guys, you I, guys feel good about to, that? I
1: need to check this. Who are FaZe playing here? They're playing here? 9Z. Where the fuck did I get FaZe OG from? Did they play at the RMR? Did FaZe play OG at the RMR I in the first know. round? I think they did. I swear to God. that f- Fuck it. It doesn't matter.
2: It doesn't matter. But I think for for this event, obviously, being so close to the like being right after the rmr and so close to the major mm-hmm. like that's what's going to influence a lot of these teams so let's just you know we already talked about cloud nine and them being dead on arrival and big being super disappointed and all the tiers today at the one X Back thing were acronyms right so the middle one was idk i don't know okay and i put phase there for one reason um and the top one was ftw for the win the one in between the fuck the, that witch Yeah. And in between, (laughs) it was a blade just wanted, the blade just wanted to draw a spicy pepper. So, okay. And then the fourth one was anti. Nice try. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, in in India, I put phase because of one simple reason, right? Like, I don't know what their mindset is coming into this tournament because they were so, they were on an emotional roller coaster in the RMR, right? Having to wait until the final game to even make it to the major. So now they're coming here. Obviously, they have the quality to win the tournament. Yeah. That that that's not getting into the question. The 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 thing is, is like how are how what is their thought process about approaching this tournament? Like, of course they're in it to win the games. Yeah. But the manner in which you approach the matchups matters. Like, are they gonna come in and say, hey, we wanna play some of the maps that we didn't really play as much at the RMR? Just to, because we practice them beforehand to see if this shit that it's we practice work. works or not. Yeah. So we get some feedback coming into the major and our preparation for the major. Or is their thought process going to be like, hey, we managed to qualify, like we we're on this let's emotional high. Yeah. Let's come here, let's fucking wreck everyone and instill fear of god exactly them, yeah. put the fear into our opponents let's build our own confidence as well like you're never going to say that to your team like let's build our own confidence but like, if you, you win
1: here you. but that's you what really as a coach place, you think about yeah. that
2: like how you're going to could do it and yeah they win they there in a really good place of course and i don't think i said this today as well no team like even if FaZe wins this or vitality or heroic not, none of these teams are going to be or navi are going to be complacent coming into their preparation because they want this tournament no not at all like no one is going to take that shit. no one is going to take the challengers or the legend stage for granted because everyone experienced at some point the rmr yeah they got a wake-up call exactly yeah you know no i agree i i think that i think that's a fair
1: angle there i think that there's obviously the flip side uh of, of all of this right in the sense that Maybe they come in and the relief that they're on right now is just telling, all right, let's just play and we'll just see what happens. You know, we'll just play and just. And look, that could backfire. That could definitely backfire, like in the sense that if you get a couple of miserable results here, uh, like you're playing 9Z in a best of one after getting off of a flight where you're probably just landing now, right? Like you lose that game and then later in the day you play a best of three and you lose that as well. That would be really shit. You'd actually be kind of pissed off, right? You just flew all the way here to get knocked out in one day worth of play. Um, so that there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of ways you could... T- or the other angle, and I, I kind of don't like this one, but it, you know, they come here, they give it a crack. If it does, okay, this is worst case scenario, but we still made the major. Let's just stay in Brazil, enjoy the sun and play here against the other teams for a week
2: and get a boot camp in before the major. Jason, you want me to blow your mind? A fuck yeah, I do. You know what I said today with no joke? It wasn't sarcastic or anything when we were doing this tier list. You know the first team that I put into the FTW column? Sure. You did Furia, didn't you? Furia. Oh, you sick fuck. I did Furia. I did Furia and I did it like I had justification for it. The because, Brazil buff? Yes, the Brazil buff in a sense of also at the major, they played they peaked at the Rio Major. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. They played by far the best. And sure it's a different environment. There's not as much crowd, even in the, the group stage, obviously, and all of that stuff. But Furia is the one team you can argue that Obviously, the major still means more, but this tournament is pretty fucking close in terms of how it means to them. And they're going to try, and and it means a lot more for them than any of these other teams, regardless of the narratives for the major. So, you know, they're going to come into every game 110%. They play Fnatic in the first game. Winnable game. Which is a game that, you know, they beat them 2-0 in the pro league playoffs, and then they play the winner of Phase 9Z. Phase can lose that best of one. Like, depending on how that's they come the in. Is still a best of one? That's a best of one? That's the first game. First game's a best of oh, one. Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. I thought you meant the phase, phase win
2: against... No, no if... Yeah, yeah best yeah. of three. Yeah. yeah. But, so, the, the but the winner... So, Furia will play the winner of phase 9Z in a best of three. I see what you're even saying. Even if it's phase, yeah, man. Furia saying. can beat phase in a best of three if phase is, like... Lethargic. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Jet and lags? also, I imagine Furia she is, is not as jet lagged, even <laughs> if they travel from NA... It's just one hour or two. No, three I'm pretty hours sure they. they blight, I'm pretty sure they went back right from Mexico. I would imagine. That's yeah. true. That's the that make, RMRs, Yeah. Yeah. Not sure how good practice they could get, but whatever. So that would put them in the playoffs. Winning those two games would put them in the playoffs, and then the crowd and all that stuff.
1: And that's true. That'd be quarterfinal. It's been them.
2: a long time coming. So if you know, it could be the perfect storm for Furia yeah. to finally win a fucking event. And what better stage to do it than in front of their fans and home crowd in Brazil. Group B does look weaker.
0: I like all that. Problem is, like, Furious still looked, like, really shaky during the RMR. Like, they they still, like, look like a shadow of themselves. So that's... But, but, I mean, yeah, there's a world... I don't know. I, I keep like, when you, when you brought up the fact that like, this could be like a, a, an area for like teams to like do some like testing ground games of like what they want to, what they're like preparing for the major. Like the first one that popped into my head was Furia. Um, just because when they played, I mean, this was, this was like a seating match for the legends. They'd already made it to Paris. So it didn't have like quite the same consequences. Um, but I mean, it, it, I felt like they were really like, they, they floated, they allowed overpass to get through. They picked overpass in fact, which was a map they hadn't played in three months at that point. Um, they you know, like they they were really kind of it felt like testing a map that they were trying to put into the map pool. So, I don't know if they would do the same thing here, but I could see a universe in, in which most teams come into this and just say we're gonna we're gonna really like let loose and 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 try some things and see where we're at with some of our prep for
2: the major. I
1: think it might be scrimmy. I think there could be some scrimminess
2: for sure. A little yeah. bit, but I think it depends on the teams, right? I, I really like this tournament. I gotta gotta run to the the really Quick,
0: you two take it over.
2: All right, all right, so. The point I was going to say just the two in the room. You already heard it, Chad. So, okay. No, well I'll yeah. hear it again for the first no, time. No, no, maybe no, you weren't there for this one, for this segment. Mm-hmm. So Vitality, right? I put Vitality in the FTW one because for one you think it's important for them? I I think so. Okay. I, I think because they made it like into the legends and they needed to they beat G two. Yeah right? And G2 played Monty. like shit. They they G2 played like shit. But still G two looked dog shit in that st- game. Still You need to beat G2, regardless of how bad they're playing. And they did that easily. And then they beat Monty, whatever. But they won a lot of best of threes. Yes. You know, in a row after losing to nine, who seem to be playing really well themselves. yeah. You know, so for for Vitality, it feels like they're gaining some... They're picking up some steam. They're gaining some confidence. So what are we talking, a grand final minimum or they need the dub? And that's the team that lost, like, that semifinal to... Or whatever, quarterfinal to Liquid in Katowice after the... 13, 2, 12, 3, you know, overpass. The yep. So they've had some mad collapses. The lost twins and uh pro league yep. as well was horrendous. So I think for them it's important because I, okay, let me say it this way. If Vitality wins this event, mm. then they are a contender for Rio. Okay. For uh that, so you said the highest of the bars here. So do yes. you think that's a combination if they, if of they other win teams? this I feel like if they win this event, that gives them the confidence and the belief, and they will have the correct mindset in preparing for the major, sure, okay. right? Where they will come into it a different team. They will come into it like at beast mode. Zaivu is Zaivu. Like, statistically, he's the best player of this year. I don't believe that. Like, for me, he's not the best player this year. And, you know, I can't tell you who is, but he's not because... Some of the big series that they got eliminated, he didn't play all too well. Um, but with, with, if they win this tournament, that, that can give them the boost necessary to really go to the next level. You know what's another team that doesn't need to win but could be pretty close up there is NaVi.
1: Yeah, the, well, the thing with NaVi in my mind is they're just—I uh, don't want to say they're happy with. Well, no, they would be happy. They would be very no, happy. No. They'd be content with no, maintaining these no, constant I'll playoffs.
2: No, I'll tell you, Chad, I'll give you the, you know what Navi is? That's the same answer I gave to people when they asked me, are you happy? Mm. I'll say, I'm not happy, but I'm not unhappy either. Yeah, though they're content. Right,
1: And I think I think the thing is, the the biggest thing for Na'Vi making a case for them right now is MPL playing really well during the RMRs. We're talking about how, how big of a high-pressure situation this is, and they fucking, I don't want to say they coasted through, but they fucking, they got through. They coasted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> well, dominated phase. Yeah. 2 yeah. And MPL looked great in that series
2: alongside Simple, which was fantastic. So we said, like, two months ago when we were doing this show, we were talking about, okay, so Simple, he's lost his edge a little bit, and then you have the whole MPL situation, and you remember Katowice and the interview, and it was looking grim. And all of a sudden, two months later, they're looking much better. You know, they have a super dominant performance at the RMR, MPL's playing better. So if they can maintain that, they're a contender. Listen, man, any team with fucking simple and electronic. Right? And I I saw on Reddit, I didn't read the article, but I saw the summary from Blade where he's saying, I can say with full confidence that Electronic now is a better in-game leader than Boomich was.
0: That was a fucking weird interview. He's a
2: good in-game leader. Yeah, I know, but (laughs) I I, never rated Boomich. I I didn't I didn't read the interview, but whatever, you know. So if (laughs) that's happening, if things are if things are coming together, you know, the vibe in the team is probably going to be a little bit better too. It's not going to be as stressful for the younger players. And then Navi can be pretty fucking dangerous because i don't think there's any doubt that they know cs in the team and the way they need not they need to play but the way they need to play against different opponents and how to beat a team like heroic how to beat a team like g2 how to beat a team like FaZe. it's just that you know that all doesn't come together the way they imagine it, it yeah. they, they envision it they
1: have an easy side of the bracket to get to the playoffs right like nip versus imperial they play the winner of that and they play mongols so navi yeah. navi should deal with mongols and then now nip or imperial they should win either of those two games i'm impressed that nip oh, made oh, yeah, the I i'm impressed what you, what that you... nip made the major that's about it
0: yeah. What do you think is more of a trap game though like for a best of 1 Navi Mongols or Phase 9Z? Like if we're going to say 9Z can beat Phase in a BO1, surely Phase we can say Phase
1: 9Z because of the
0: travel Not situation. Navi's going to be Mongols
1: like 16-5. The biggest issue with the Phase 9Z <laughs> game is I think the travel, uh, the travel After aspect. the last chance yeah.
0: qualifier. Yeah, you yeah. know it's you like, know it's funny it's emotional like
1: emotional dump. Ugh.
0: It's like deja vu for Navi. I feel right now. Like remember, with right before they won Stockholm, like the the addition of Bit was looking grim. Perfecto wasn't looking spectacular, and then they had the the Starladder Online RMR uh, qualifier that they just kind of like blew through. Like went what ape shit, and Bit looked amazing at it, and then they just like went off and went on that streak and and won the major and a bunch of tournaments as well. They're doing like the same thing right now, where NPL hasn't looked that great, and then all oh, you get them in the RMR, and it all seemed to just like fucking click and and fire up like right at the perfect moment so like it's it's a very weird like circular time
2: span that Navi's been on si- simple chilling with Neymar like <laughs> yeah, vibes are at an all-time <laughs> high
0: that's so fucking funny
2: <laughs> who else was up there heroic yeah I want to say this on this podcast too because I tweeted it out um the fact that heroic doesn't get upset pretty it's much impressive. ever yeah is yeah. not talked their floor about enough. Really high. I, And I put Na'Vi into this as well, which hasn't been the case for the last maybe a couple of months as much. But other than that, you look at Na'Vi throughout. They've been up there, you know, within striking distance a lot, but not as much trophies, similar as Heroic. So I think if you are teams like G2 and FaZe potentially, you need to look at what is it that Heroic is doing that we aren't you know, that's giving them so much consistency where well, they don't have the... Po- Listen, I was going to say, like, when we were talking before this RMR <laughs> and the Cloud9 sort of demise, you look at the top five teams in the world in whichever order you want to rank them. It's G2, Heroic, FaZe, Navi, and Cloud9, right? Because they also have the individuals for it, or... But out of those five, one sticks out, and that's Heroic. Like, they don't have as as many talented individuals... As these other teams have, right? Or if we think they do, they maybe haven't stepped up as much. If you look at Stone, you know, like their he's loads been really good more and, across the board. Yes, yeah. right. Which is a good thing yeah. because that level that 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 brings their floor higher, but their ceiling is lower than some of these other teams, right? Because if you don't have a Monesi or a simple um who else is there? I'm forgetting some riflers, whatever. But Rops. Exile, right? Like you don't have it. some of these twists. You don't have Cerrado. You don't have some of these players that can just win you around that you're not supposed to, right? So and I feel like you need to have that to win championships I mean consistently. No one it's very hard to do it consistently, but to win them every now and then, let's 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 put it that way.
0: Well it's part of the reason why right? they only because have one it, trophy it, under it, their belt through this round. Yeah.
2: When yeah. it comes to stage games, right? Like that's where that shit becomes really like it really becomes it really starts to matter i wonder if shush you know? could become that guy uh, yeah i saw that but you usually see it for him not at the biggest stage like it's sure. most in groups there so hopefully he is on the path to becoming that guy and someone needs to i mean you would look more to stone or yabi to do it like mostly stone because sure. he, he feels not just because he has the good numbers but he feels a little bit like he has well, he has the
1: flexibility to be the expert and and maybe a little bit of a character for it he has a personality yeah personality
2: that's for sure. yeah for it well too. we know this kid fucks yeah
0: <laughs> 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 Bro, that's, oh no oh he's oh, got a hickey too hey,
2: hey he gets, he gets hickey chat. Yeah.
1: yeah but man, every Jason, when you be fucking like that, of course you're getting a hickey. you know what I mean? like <laughs> yeah it's not, that's the
2: least of your worries.
1: It's that real shit, you know yeah, yeah, before exactly. everything became too real, you know sure. what I mean?
2: Sure. but uh, yeah, so that's what I was going to go with. like I wanted to just give props to heroic and the way they do things. And I think man, again, I hate like it's becoming boring, but prop's to Cadian because he's the captain. He's the in-game leader. He sets the tone. People now have all seen the interview from HLTV, where he's saying, you know, a lot of people, you know, some people are saying, oh, we're like, you know, we can't. Qual-. It's like, well, if you come in with that mentality, we can't fuck this up, you're already a step behind. And Heroic is that one team, when you look at them at the RMR, you can see that Cadian is treating this like the Rio final. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I find it really funny when people are like, oh, he's yelling, He just beat this team. It's like, yeah. I'll be fucking yelling too mate.
2: Like I Yeah, what what, sh- what is he supposed to do? Not get excited and they
1: lose. Yeah. I fucking I th- I think that like sure sometimes let, let's say they were beating up on an ESCA fucking open team or some shit and they were still yelling. That then oh, no, then I might take a couple of fucking, you know, I, I might mean, have I might have an issue or two with it. Fuck but, that. Get in their face. <laughs> Make them feel like shit. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Uh, but the the other alternative here is like you're in the qualification for the major. Like that shit is life or death. And as we saw with Cloud Nine, well, actually no, Cloud Nine we don't know yet. But VP, it's fucking death.
2: Like it's it's GG No Re over there, I'll, bro. I'll tell you this: if it were me, hmm. I wouldn't like I wouldn't want my team to get too excited about beating a ESCA team, right? But that's the, diff- the the difference is: what players do you have on your team? right if kadian wasn't behaving the way he was with those guys they wouldn't have enough energy to play in a, a way quiet team. yeah, the, yeah. The, to play in a way to play good counter strike and be those well, teams. Well, he has to elevate but their level let's say if you're phase you probably don't need to do that to to win like you because you know it just depends how you look at it like you're like yeah these guys are we should be beating them so let's just be quiet and own them and own them in silence but in reality Like, in theory, that sounds perfectly fine. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. But in reality, man, if you're not having good energy, if you're not talking a lot, if your communication is not on point, you're not going to play good Counter-Strike. Yeah. Right? And and nowadays, everyone's so good, you can't afford to have those even periods in a game where you go quiet and you don't talk a lot. So whoever you are... Whatever it is that you need to have a high level of energy and have good communication, just fucking do it. Doesn't matter if you play the 120th team in the world, you know, or iNation, <laughs> like you need to put yourself in a mindset that you're going to play good Counter Strike yeah. and talk a lot, right? I'm, so, whatever that is, if you can do that without hyping yourself up, brilliant. Perfect. That that's how it's probably supposed to be, but we're still not there yet. Well, I mean, to, to build on yeah. that, it's it's
0: easier to start out with that kind of an energy than all of a sudden have to create that energy when you're in the hole, right? Like if you don't come yeah, in when with you're that, losing, it's yeah, very it's <laughs> so hard to dig yourself out of that hole versus just coming in over the top and like just having getting it right out of the gate. It's so much harder. So I mean, whenever Canadian does that shit, I'm I'm all on board. I'm in. I mean, but he also feels like this. a
2: pretty. St- he also feels like a pretty stern leader. Where if they are losing zero five, and you know he would, and he sees that his players are a little bit quiet, he would be like, "Yo," he would take like two timeouts in a row and be if need be, and say like, "Hey, bro, fucking heads in? don't fucking be quiet. Like, it's we it's fine that you know we can be losing zero five, but you can't go quiet on me. Like, Dude, let's he- lose." <laughs> but we're going to lose playing our game and doing our shit. He and told not us turtling in. He and told not us being a bunch of fucking bitches.
0: He told us during the EPL when he came on for like a post match, like after they had won a series, and he was all jacked up. I forget, oh, he wasn't I happy. It. Yeah. No, he came into the interview and like sat down and he was like, "Yeah, I had to yell at this motherfucker because he was doing something like why are you?" He like described the whole round. He's like, "This guy was like pushing for no goddamn reason," and I told him not to push, yeah. and then he pushed yeah. and got killed, and then we lost the round, and I had to tell him off in the middle of the g- like he was fired up. He goes out of like mid game. It's funny as fuck. Yeah.
1: But that's like that right there. Like the the team has all bought into that culture, right? So they all respect him and they understand that. Yeah, well, they all got daddy issues. Yeah, we're not like that. But this, but this is a uh, this is the thing, right? Like that's that's the right the right attitude to have. Maybe not the daddy like well no, but like we all have I'm sure everyone has some form of daddy issues, Yanko, you know.
2: Hey, if you don't if you listen to Freud, all our issues can go back to our mother or our father. Um you know another, another <laughs> go, one, listen, yeah, go on expand paper, on that. <laughs> on on paper on, on paper I'm looking at these groups and On paper, it's super clear who should be in the playoffs, right? Okay. So, you know, for you guys back home, I'll give you five seconds to open up ASIL TV. Five. Open up the event page. Three. And there you will see who's in which group, right? So. We could just read it for them. Group, no, because that's (laughs) stupid. Uh, Group (laughs) A, I guess it is, the first games. From this group, it should be Navi, Mouse, and Heroic. Those are the three teams that should be in the playoffs, yes. right? And for the other group, it should be Vitality Phase and Furia.
1: Yeah, and the, uh, yes. And uh, the
2: Danger teams are, in the first group... You the can da- make
1: the argument against Furia, but yes.
2: In the first, team, in the first uh, group, the Danger teams are probably... Big. I want to say Imperial because of the home factor, no big. And <laughs> maybe nine. Okay. <laughs> if you know, they
1: keep up that form. But this is the proving big, ground but, for 9, though. Right,
2: because they can beat heroic in a best of 1, not in a best of 3. Uh, and then in the in the other group, the danger teams are Cloud9, because they play MIBR in a best of 1. I don't think even Cloud9 can lose that. And MBR then they BBR play Vitality. like shit
0: in Mexico as well. They look like
2: trash yeah. at the RMR. And then that's it. I don't think even, you know, if only if both Furia and FaZe lose their opening game, Obviously, they play each other in the lower bracket, so one of them will be out. Like that's the okay. one nightmare sort of. You don't
1: give any. You don't give any credence to Cloud Nine being able to get I to do. the playoffs. I do. Listen,
2: I say this. This is we all, and you guys know this as well as I do. With teams in the state of Cloud Nine, when you have such a miserable collapse, um, and you know that probably changes are ahead. One of two things happen. Either you are dead on arrival, as we said, and they're going to. They'll beat MIBR, but then lose to Vitality and then lose to whoever, Fury or, I don't know, Phase, whatever. Or, because they have no pressure on their shoulders anymore, they'll play fucking super loose and free, and the individuals are going to be hitting their shots, and they'll fucking have a deep run. Yes. Like, one of the two things will happen. And that's just how it is. No, I, I, I see that right there.
1: I think we need a name for this syndrome. We'll call it NIP Dubai Syndrome.
2: Yes. Uh, oh, that's it's, an it's old The Dubai reference.
1: Syndrome. That's a reference. It's, and a half. it's one that people need to know and they need to love. No, um, let's say
2: they'll t- Tell the full story. Well, I wasn't there. I was I, would, I was still yeah, playing. Yeah, All right. Me and Jason were there. We yeah. shared a room. And Jason turned the lights off <laughs> for me while I was showering, That's yeah, not but going got that the fucking story. <laughs> but yeah, that was I will the event. so NIP. On, yeah. This was this was 2015 in September or something like that. No, an an event playing. in Dubai outdoors. That's, you know, fucking yeah. I think Lauren and, and Alex amazing. were building the PCs. Yeah. But um, NIP was going through some rough times. they didn't have success that year as much as they would have liked. And changes were around the corner, as at least it was rumored. So Cloud9, at the time, an NA team, they reached out to GetRight, to move to NA and play for them. Yeah. And he was, like, very keen on the idea, you know. And that he was, was a Sean
1: that fan. That was
2: almost a done deal. So NAP already accepted the invite to this tournament. They're going in. They know, like, it's, you know, one of the last times they'll get to play together. They they also, they had just let go,
0: they let go of their coach. They brought Heaton in to stand behind the team, who was, like, not a Counter-Strike X's and O's coach kind of guy. He was, like, the atmosphere energy coach. He was just, like, basically an overly aggressive cheerleader. Yeah, bro! (laughs) Get Right Right (laughs) was, like, setting the record of, like, most P90 kills at that event. Like, they just went in and just said, we're just fucking gaming. And Get Right was going for the P90 event
2: record. And did they win the whole thing in the end? No, I don't know.
0: VP yeah. won that event. VP won that event. They oh, beat they, uh, but they they beat, be, the finals, they beat Dignitas. No? no, no, no. They beat Dignitas. NIP went out in the semifinals. But, like, they've been getting smashed up to that point. And everyone expected NIP, I think, to be, like, eliminated in, like, groups at that event because things had just
2: gotten so yeah. far south. Um, and there were no expectations. And that gave them, and that gave them like, the sort of, Believe that maybe we can the still make this work. Not over yet. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's it's not completely done, and that's you know the right move to Cloud Nine to NA, fell through. He stayed with the team, and they kept playing for
1: yeah a few quite more a years while
2: still. You know with that core, two yeah, years, yeah. a very much. decent two, chunk of two, time, three years almost.
1: Jason, can we edit history? Because the story's better if they won the event. I just, I don't know if you realize that, but the story
2: is better (laughs) if they win the event. I
0: can't can't lie to the people, you know. Like, there's, there's got to be a better. There's got to be another example where. Yeah, of course you can't. Of
2: of course you can. You're American. That's what you do all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. It's political. I know. Now we've taken a a weird turn, Jason. Yeah. You personally, me personally, okay. all the press releases. Uh, so Yanko, races. how do
1: you f- how do you feel about the United States of America? Where should we begin? Oh, don't do this. Don't <laughs> do that one. He's. I've heard him open at least three
0: beers yeah, during this
2: podcast. I, <laughs> <laughs> I had like seven before, so. We've had a well, the re- oh, I hear eyes, Jason. Yeah. I like that. I've had a couple what are cocktails. What you on, Jason?
0: I made myself an old oh. fashioned when I went down to the bathroom. You know, I was uh, multitasking. Oh, oh
2: that—that's how you call your bar, the bathroom. Yeah,
0: I it just was, got some. Uh, a, I just installed some motion sensor lights at my uh, bar, so whenever I walk up during the evening, lights just automatically turn on. I've set myself up wonderfully. Bro, that's so sick. I need more this tips from your
2: grown-up life. It was. Dubai Invitational? Was yeah. It, it, was, it was the ESL,
0: no. ESL, ESCA. Was it one? ESL, ESCA? I think it was combined. ESL, ESCA, Dubai. It was back before, like, yes, the merger. Uh, it was right when the merger took place, and it was still, like, ESCA, ESL Pro League in, like, Season 1 or 2.
1: I'm trying to find a fucking event, but... Uh, it I was, like, the Dubai in, Dubai time. Invitational. This is one of the things. you got to remember that podcast uh, audio, you know... They're not visual. I did see some comments on some of our recent stuff that we put up where people were like, "Oh, no video." So, like, guys, maybe you're only new to the show. Maybe you only got involved during the video era. But uh, the video is a treat. We're we're or we're meant to be audio exclusive.
0: ESL uh, ESCA so. Pro League Invitational.
1: What a fucking mouthful. That is a mouthful. I'm fucking hell. Oh.
2: I was league fun, I could do kind it. Kind of everything
1: like that. against it. Yeah, but it's not an. It, how can you have a pro league right. invitational?
2: I have another story from this event. While well, Chad is fucking doing, so story Losing time. My mind. So Dubai at the time, I feel like it's similar now, but it was a bit more strict back then. You know, you can't drink. Any you know, only at hotels. Else, you only know, at like, hotels. Yeah, well, at hotels and a couple of select, like maybe if you clubs, knew where to go, I guess. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. So we're at our hotel, like we're having drinks, and, you know, the bar closes early, like 9 p.m. or something like that. So me, Jason, and Get Right were there. We're having a drink. You know, we're having a good time. We're like, okay, so it was like 10 p.m. So what do we do after this? We asked the bartender, our hotel concierge. They're like, well, we can't serve you anymore, but there's this one hotel. They have a bar that stays up until late, like a sort of a rooftop bar. We're like, oh, that sounds amazing because... In the evening it kinda cools down, so it's pretty nice to be outside. A bit of a breeze. Inside like the planet of June. So they send us there, right? They send us this hotel. It's like a ten minute Uber. We get an Uber, we go over there. It's on the obviously top floor, rooftop. We go out of the elevator, we go, there's like two massive security guys and they're like uh IDs. And so we get out our passports. Jason's like, I need to give them my passport, my <laughs> dude. I was States so of scared of heading to America. Into this place for passports, sure. like, you know, like, are they gonna <laughs> send it back to me? Like, Jason, I would hope so. Passport, you know. So if you give Bro, them their passport, they check it. It was like a thirty-minute taxi ride out
0: into the desert. I was just sitting here. I was like, That's, this is this is how the story begins.
2: Sketchy. So they're like super, like they're <laughs> they're really scared. Both him and 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 Chris, Chris, a little bit less because just Chris, he just like doesn't give a fuck so you know they give them back their passports their valuable blue United States of America passport to Jason <laughs> and we go upstairs and it's one of these scenes like out of a movie man like you know there's a guy and you know an Emirati guy how do you say it? I don't know uh, in a full robe and like three fucking half naked chicks around him Okay. And there's two girls at a table with just a shisha next to them That there's like four guys that look like they're from Serbia they're just eyeing everyone out like it's such a weird mix of people and there's like music going on it's like actually the vibe is like there's a sick place pretty t- the vibe is like in between actually pretty s- fucking cool mm. and Moderately are we going to get like you know our organs cut out always and- a concern when i go out yeah right <laughs> so we're just seeing. now let's let's have a drink and see how we feel and we'll just leave after one drink you know we feel uncomfortable and we stayed for a while, I'm not gonna, you know, we didn't like go, oh, it's sick, uh, let's get fucked up. It it wasn't like that, but it was actually pretty chill. A couple of shots of tequila, and yeah, a couple of shots of tequila, a couple of beers. Like, it was pretty cool. I feel like it was a good trip in the end. It was like a worth it night out expedition, yeah. yeah okay, Jason, yeah,
0: no, I enjoyed it. And uh, once we got past the uh, the giant like linebacker. Uh, Dorman, who took my passport for. A well, little. he was
2: more like an offensive lineman. Yeah, but.
0: <laughs> yeah whatever he was, it was fucking. But massive. here's how
2: it was, right? That was still that was still the years where Twitch had a big role in like their marketing was. Yeah. A big part of it was sending people to events and buying drinks for everyone all the time. That's all the and organizing X's and, the O's of and it, organizing and organizing the after parties, right? So because it's Dubai and it's like kind of complicated because of the alcohol, whatever. A couple of the Twitch guys had suites they
0: do they got they got upgraded there were like three twitch people there and all of them had their rooms in the hotel upgraded from like just a standard hotel room to like a three bedroom three bathroom suite
2: <laughs> it's, yeah it like, was a massive nice. thing it was yeah. in the marina so I had to go bro to this day chad i have the same background That's like the same place? screen for yeah. my phone yes and i'll never forget it it was like uh i went outside i was getting a little bit drunk so I went on the balcony for some air and the view was amazing Mm -hmm. it was like of the marina and I took a photo you know and I remember saying because for me it was like I was still pretty much just an observer that I was like pushing for opportunities to be an analyst but I was still an observer but already even from that position I I, I had some really nice opportunities I did some you know it, it was a nice job to have even just that. So I took a picture, and then after that, I used it as sort of a memento. Like, you know, remember how you felt that time. Like, sure, how could yeah, you have yeah. it now?
0: Yeah. Yanko and I think both and have the same feeling of that event and that like little after party on that balcony was like that was the event where it felt like like the the career and the broadcast side of things was really like secured and taking off. A reflecting moment.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. And just the, the the point of this was the after party there was just those twitch people just ordering drinks on room service and people are rolling in carts of drinks and we were just chilling in their room. And to be honest, it wasn't like it wasn't official, so it was mostly us, talent. It was, like,
0: it was talent and, like, and two teams and, like, a scattering of random players from the other teams. And it was just yeah. Twitch being like, it hey, wasn't. can you send up, like, ten pizzas, uh, three bottles of whiskey, three bottles of vodka, a bunch of chasers, about 50 beers. beers.
1: <laughs> and it would just come in, yeah. in like little carts. It was, it was funny as shit. They things. don't do that anymore just in case anybody's they, they interested They don't, in don't do, do that home. anymore. They, they yeah, definitely do
2: not do that but anymore. We've made enough money by now that we can pay for hundred. Yeah,
1: hundreds. but... The, sim- but the, the it was really appreciated
2: times. at the time. I missed that way. No, I, I came I'll in a little I'll bit never late. forget, man, my second event, like my first event as an observer at an international event was Kadavica Major in 2015, right? And the second one, that was the first one where we broke one million concurrent. But the second one was a letter right after it. And I am... There, we're, we're at the bar after like some night, probably the first or the second night, and I'm still new to all of this. And, you know, I'm just happy that they've included me to have a drink with, you know, guys like Sam Anders. Trance was there, Vendetta, I don't know, a couple of more guys, I don't remember now. Um, and, you know, what, you know, and I had like a whiskey or, or two whiskeys or something, and, you know, they're like, oh, okay, we're, we're leaving. I was like, hey, you know, how do we pay? Who do I? Give the money to and then tries like oh don't worry I have, I I'm gonna you know I got it and I'm like you sure like <laughs> I have no idea that he's Twitch or that Twitch is that like that's the way they do it it's like no no you're all good you're all good I'm like oh okay yeah thanks yeah Appreciate. right
1: it was it's it's a weird kind of well, at least it was. Like, I think I went to a couple of the after parties as a player, but we didn't really have that same type of relationship where you guys were always a bit more connected with what was going on in, in the background. You, I, I heard Trance is up to some, some business at the moment. He's plugging a couple of, couple of holes, fixing a couple of bits, and I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you off it. I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you sh- off no, no, I thought you wouldn't know, but you looked at me a bit quizzically. So no, I know because I was
2: it. reading, like, J- Jason said we, we crashed on him for a second, but we were back. We so. crashed? Well, for him, he couldn't hear us. So uh, or maybe our internet lagged. Jason, you here? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, Wait, no. maybe it crashed again. We've com- what if we've completely crashed? Well, maybe it's also, how long are we... Right now, ma- we're Our not, internet is getting sketched. That's when, what he's saying. We're
1: not connected to the internet right now. Yeah. but well, we are, but we... No,
2: we're yeah, not. Yeah, but it's... Maybe it's like this thing we need to renew every hour. Well, here's the... Well, how we, long have we, we going been We've been going for an hour and
1: 44 minutes. So this could just be the end.
2: Like, I it's not ideal. That's,
1: that's pretty good. I think that's pretty fine. Yeah, we did Wi-Fi team speak. Something was bound to happen. Jason can just keep this oh, going yeah. at the end. I also
2: see mine. Maybe it's the uh, Wi-Fi for me is also says it's connected. Yeah. So maybe the Wi-Fi is fine. Yeah, it's fucking dead. But we did like p- the preview for Rio? Yeah, well, much I, that was I agree it. with the, there's I mean, man, it depends like for the teams. I really think Fury has a good chance that that's no yeah, that's I no can joke. See that. And I also think like NAVI Vitality Heroic phase like those are the the teams. Yeah.
1: I see it's it's difficult in Group A to see much more movement. Like having NIP make the major, as I said before, I think that's an achievement in itself. I don't think the team was looking uh, like they should have been capable of qualifying before the before the RMRs. So I think that's impressive. I'm interested to see more from OG because this this Nico thing feels like we always knew it was going to be semi permanent, but it just like he doesn't seem like he's doing a bad job. Nico as an in game leader feels like feels like things are fine. Like I don't think it's great. I think things are fine. But they were fine. It's before. the same old, same old. Exactly. Like nothing's really changed.
2: Yeah. So, right. I. I, I guess if you, if you think of you know it could have been worse. Depends on your True. view of things. Yeah, it
1: could have been worse. But, but yeah, I, I agree. I think we're in a we're about to have a what should be hopefully a fun event from the type of Counter Strike. I don't even mean the tone of the show. I'm hoping it's a little bit looser. It's a bit more clutchy. I want to see a bit more scrimmage.
2: Yeah. I think I think we're in line for that. Yeah. Nice.
1: All right. Let's pack her
2: up. All right. Nicole, pack it up. All right. Yeah, yes. man. Peace. Peace, peace.